Anytime you're along for the ride, thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She is, of course, a member of the family. She writes for the Daily Caller. She's on Newsmax. She's an international star. It's Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. That's the nicest introduction I've ever had, Joe. I'm an international star with no working microphone today, so I apologize for the background noise, everyone. A little bit of it's background not like noise. I work in professional news media. Don't mind me. No, imagine that. But but then again, you've got eighteen thousand cats and dogs, so you never know what they do when you're asleep. Uh, that could be. They might be doing a podcast in the middle of the night, for all you know, and they change the oh, settings awesome. on you. Wouldn't that be something? The the pet podcast. Um, it, it was great. Like today, sorry not to cut you off. I actually posted on Instagram today a picture of Stan, my dog, with like a bunch of political captions that I can't say because there's curse words in there. And it's all sort of like how Stan thinks about the world, you know? Like she's looking at Bud Light going, why is there a trans person who's so skinny they clearly can't consume beer? on a Bud Light can, that's like our drink here down in the South. She's also like, why am I even concerned about, um, what's, what was the other thing I said? It was again, it was something to do with like gender affirmation right. and all this kind of stuff. She's like, you know, I'm a little bit more concerned about the fact that the rest of the world is trying to trade oil in not U.S. dollars that could literally make us the not resistance and relegate us to something like Venezuela. But no, let's just all talk about trans rights and yeah. getting arrested. Oh, St- oh, Stan oh. was was awesome in that post. I did see that post. I love. I liked it. I should have. Um, if I didn't, I'll go back and I'll like it. It's Kay Smythe. Go follow her over on Instagram. By the way, she's a great follow. So let's do the trans stuff first. We'll get into the into the oil and the and the dollar isn't going to be king much longer uh, in a second. But let's let's go. Look, you like the Morgan Wallen. Um, I'm friends with John Rich. Um, I, I, I've got uh, very, Travis Tritt follows me on the on the social media. These are big name country stars who probably I would guess like Bud Light, and probably I would guess didn't think there would be a drag show at the Country Music Awards. Okay, what did I miss? Did something happen? Was there a a transition in country music that stopped them from being like American values, Christian based sort of? good old boys and girls. I mean, why are we doing a drag show at the Country Music Awards? Do you know? Uh, I think it's mostly because if you really, like, really study this, Joe, what becomes apparent is that evil has overtaken country music in the same way that it took over, essentially, Hollywood, all forms of macro media. We don't actually really have free press like we used to. So anything you see that's done on sort of one of these grand scales like the CMT awards, like pretty much any major award ceremony, to be honest with you. Basically, anything that isn't owned by the media elite or everything that is owned, I should say, by the media elite falls into this new category of evil and stupid. And it's like they're trying to force that upon us as consumers. And it's not just within the country music awards. Like this is actually something that has almost been forced upon country music. I would say for at least the last three or four years, maybe a few more. I actually only just recently became a country fan in the last three or four years, so you tell me. Um, But essentially, when you get these mainstream media oligarchies who can finally sort of sink their teeth into an industry that was, to a certain extent, separate from mainstream media, from mainstream music for a long time, now that they've got their claws in it, 
Now we're being forced to watch the stuff that we don't want to watch. And here's the other thing, Joe. Here's the other thing. No country music fans want to watch that either. And you know what? I have the results and stats to prove that because all of the top selling country music artists, all of the leading like number one country music artists right now are one guy. His name is Morgan Wallen. The mainstream media tried to cancel him. He doesn't get any support from any major agency. He has no major brand endorsements, anything like that, because he, in all fairness, did use a racial slur a couple of years ago in a private conversation that was recorded by one of his neighbors and then released online. Um, he clearly made a mistake. He owned up to it. He apologized. He did the work to learn from that mistake. And America went, yeah, okay, you're a great musician. Yeah. You cop to it. And you're a great musician, so we're going to keep listening to you. But we're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, but here, here's the thing. I think you nailed it. It's K-Smith. Go to ksmith.com. Follow her everywhere. I think you nailed it. Um, these industries didn't want this. Country music didn't want this. The stars, the fans. Um, uh, NASCAR didn't want this. Hockey didn't want this. But suddenly there's a black woman who is the diversity chief in NHL hockey, where there are maybe two black guys that, that play hockey because it's just not interesting uh, to a lot of people from black neighborhoods. Uh, they're playing other sports. You didn't need to force that upon them, but for some reason they did it. Hockey fans didn't want it. The players didn't want it. Now they're being forced to wear pride jerseys when they play hockey, for God's sakes. Um, and, and now country music, you know that the, the country stars that you and I know aren't for this, not even for a little bit. In fact, John Rich did, just did a, a, a song about wokeness and, and take your, your progress and shove it and everything else. So they didn't want this. We know that NASCAR didn't want it, even though the one black NASCAR driver claimed there were nooses in the garages when they were just the pull ties to close the garage door that had been there for generations. So how do they stop it? Okay, if the, if the frontline biggest stars can't stop it, can anybody? Um, honestly, Joe, this is where my dystopia comes in again. I think it, unless we all collectively decide to stop putting money towards these major, because remember, it's not the country music. I mean, it's probably some of the country music artists, but it's the people who are way way detached oh god you know joe i've spent so much time in this industry and it's such a web it's kind of hard to describe right um because it's a web with a hierarchy as well which is kind of weird but you basically have these key decision makers on top who hear um basically what the fbi the cia whoever um is in charge of the propaganda machine it's like okay here's what we're going to do we're going to instill these ideals in the american public and remember they do this all over the world so we're just looking at country music for uh, one example of this we want to instill say um drag transgender gay lesbian i don't even know just stuff that actually has nothing to do with country music not right. in terms of like the fact that there aren't gay people in country music but just in terms of like i don't think we should be talking about cx right you know like in certain contexts so these right. key decision makers at the top say this is what we want people to focus but on the, but they're so ruining they're ruining full industry okay they're ruining full industries why they're they're literally going to turn people away from hockey away from uh, nascar away from country music why why do they why would they want their own failure Two reasons. One, we're sort of headed towards failure anyway because of our total mismanagement of the planet, our relationship in a globalized world. Um, America, the country that I love, the country that I call home, 
is hated by a lot of the rest of the world. And that's that's just how it is. They love some of our movies. They love a lot of our music, the rest of the world, but they don't like our politics. And they think we complain about stuff, which is kind of the second point that, uh, or second part of this conversation um, or answer. Uh, we have kind of gotten to peak development as a society. We have access to everything we need. We have unmitigated greed. We have opportunities to create extreme wealth on the individual level. All it takes is hard work. Uh, now we don't have things to complain about anymore. We don't have struggles to fight up against. And in every single civilization, the last thing that happens before collapse is this total obsession with gender, personal ideologies, a total warping of what is actually considered normal science and normal sort of accepted fact. Uh, and it's bizarre how much it actually really does center on gender. And like, just so people understand, there was a show years ago, right? Um, I don't think you would have seen it, Joe. It was called Transparent. It was uh, an Amazon Prime show. It was arguably one of the first ever shows to introduce uh, this sort of mental health disorder of a man thinking they're a woman. And it was done in a way that, you know, we were sort of gradually forced to accept that this man, Jeffrey Tambor, uh, that he had decided that he was a woman. And because these sort of media elites or whoever controls them realistically, like the FBI, the government, whatever, um, they want people to be focused on that right now. They made it really calm and accepting. And one of the ways that they did that in order for us to be pro-transgender is they told the story of how prior to World War II in Germany, transgender and sort of sexual, um, well, not not that being transgender makes you a sexual deviant, but a huge percentage of transgender people um, are sexual deviants, predominantly men. You know, obviously watch what is a woman, right. um, anyone else who wants to disagree with me on that. Yeah. But just prior to World War II, we had this mass normalization and this shift towards uh, essentially, yeah, accepting these things as facts uh, instead of looking at them as sort of like me mental health disorders, sort of looking at them as like social norms. And then obviously we have World War II. I'm not saying that transgender people caused World War II. I'm just saying that Transparent as a TV show basically said, you have to accept transgender people. And if you don't, you're a Nazi, which kind of reminds me of something I've heard recently. Do you get what I mean? Okay, it's it's crazy that this has been going on for so long. I, I don't know the, the, the last reference you made. Maybe there was something that I should know. Um, can you say it or can you not say it? Yeah, of course I can say it. If you say right now, like if I went out right. into the town square, yes. anywhere in America other than like a few select red states yeah. and said, hey, guys, being transgender for the most part is a mental health disorder and we are mutilating and sterilizing children right. instead of getting them the mental health care they need, which doesn't actually require drug intervention at all. So how are these big pharma companies going to make money? They won't anymore. But they're another whole thing. But the fact of the matter is, if I went out and said that, people would accuse me of being a racist, bigoted Nazi. Transphobe. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. There would be cancellation far and wide from coast to coast. But what I don't understand, and uh, you're, you, I'm sure you know Benny Hill, but you're too young to have watched the show like I did. 
Uh, when I was growing up, this is one generation ago, I'm watching Benny Hill out of England, and uh, I probably watched it because there were scantily clad women on there every once in a while, but uh, he would dress up as a woman. We'd laugh heartily. It was hilarious that he would dress up in drag, and it was that abnormal. And, and, and drag, we all know what drag shows are. I have never been to one on purpose because I'm not interested, but it is a sexualized show where men are pretending to be women. Um, and now we've somehow normalized that to where leave drag queens alone and ban the AR-15. We, we have social media is the most evil thing we've ever had created on this planet, except for the fact that I know you because of it. And, you know, uh, th- there are certain good things that you can pick and choose, but, but for the most part, this was a way to change, transition our brains to accept things that are unacceptable and always have been and to not accept things that have always been acceptable like Christianity. Um, and, and, and they are without a doubt, using it every single day to their utmost to make sure that we think, we act, we believe, and we say the things they want us to. I mean, what I just said is verifiably true, is it not? Absolutely. I think you honestly couldn't have put it better, Joe. That was incredibly eloquent. And, you know, when you look at the sort of history of media, it's not like this is a new thing. Like, I remember writing years ago, before I even moved out to the States, like, the next bad guy, so this would have been almost 10 years ago. So I was like, the next bad guy in cinema is, uh, I think at that point it was the it was the Mexican. It was the Mexican cartel leader. Because throughout history, particularly in the West, we will pick a demographic. And I say we as like, we as a collective society. We will pick a demographic who will be the bad guy in all of the shows, the movies we watched. For a long time, it was the Germans. For a brief stint, for whatever reason, it was the British. Uh, We then saw us kind of shift into, like, I would say shows like The Wire, things like that, where even though it was convoluted and you never really knew who the bad guy was or wasn't, um, we sort of started looking at, like, black gangs. Like, oh, they're the go-to bad guys. That happened at the exact same time as Third Strike. That happened at the exact same time that Joe Biden and his cronies and the Clinton administration was removing one in four fathers from black families. Then you move on a couple of years later, 9-11 happens. Then every single show that comes out, the bad guy is the Muslim. And then what do we do? We are all full force into that war in Iraq, even though Saddam had basically nothing to do with 9-11 whatsoever and then right right when i started writing about this stuff and tracking these trends it was right as all the border stuff started happening then trump came in and it was like oh no we can't we can't make them the mad guys anymore like let's let's pick someone else oh let's see let's make white christian men white christians the bad guy Uh, no watch any okay watch any commercial now and you'll see the doctor the lawyer the insurance agent the smart guy the, the 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 pilot is a person of color bipoc man woman or whatever and the bad guy the dunce is always the white guy and that's exactly what we've done in our society you're so right we are we are being shifted in our thought process by elites that are like laughing while they hold the strings it is so weird to me that we can't just wake up and say screw bud light nobody drink bud light anymore are you stupid don't ever drink bud light you know so screw and netflix because they were sexualizing little girls in that stupid show and they tried to, to defend it screw netflix that they tried to cancel um uh, uh dave Chappelle because he dared to tell the truth about transgenders at some point we need to find the gumption to stand up for ourselves or else we're done It's just over for normalized Western society. It is. But then on the other side of the spectrum, here's, you know me, I always got to come in with some hope, right? So here's the hope for me personally. 
So we have one show where um, I guess it's mostly Caucasian Christians, actually, who are the good guys in it. But I think it's actually pretty broad. There's lots of different races in it. Um, but that's Yellowstone. The entire Yellowstone franchise, I think, has done probably the greatest, most accurate, kindest representation of all different cultures and nationalities, particularly Native American, when you like, especially the most recent show, 1923, which has been just superb. If you haven't watched it already, Joe, go back and watch it. It really is just an excellent piece of television. But it's one of the only pieces of mainstream media I've ever seen that accurately depicts what the Catholics did to Native American children throughout the last century um, here in the United States. And when I look at shows like Yellowstone and I look at how balanced it is, when I look at how human it is, and then you spread that out across all of the different shows, say, for example, that literally just Taylor Sheridan, the co-creator of Yellowstone, um, has, I mean, he's got 10 shows that he's in development with in Paramount, right? So if he's doing work like that and it's tracking and it's the best that's on, well, technically the second best, but I'll get to that in a sec, um, one of the best mainstream creations on TV, that tells me that America says, screw your bad light, screw this rubbish, we're not going to watch the CMTs, we're not going to do any of this stuff, you guys just keep trying to sell us things we ain't going to buy, and eventually you'll all go away and we'll hope for it. And then you know the number one show in the world is? The Chosen. Have you seen it? I have not. Should I? Joe, Joe. Yeah, honestly, we, we, we I don't gotta think go. you so should, I should, so I should because <laughs> you will literally not be able to do anything else once okay. you turn it on. It's 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 the story of Jesus. I will take I will take your word for it. Mm. Uh, I will. I, I'll, I'll I'll watch it because you said that I should. We're out of time. We had like eight topics. We did one, but, but you know what? <laughs> that one topic was was all encompassing because people are frustrated who are watching and listening to us right now, and, and I'm glad that they are because maybe then maybe they'll put their foot down and say we didn't need a drag show at the CMTs. Doesn't make any sense. Okay, I gotta go. Casemite.com. Follower everywhere. I appreciate you. Thank you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. We appreciate Kay coming on. Don't forget to check out the interviews with Donald Trump Jr. and Sarah Carter. They'll be up on Rumble later on tonight, JoePags.com. Click on Watch. We're back tomorrow. Another big show tomorrow. Do not touch that dial. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.